Chapter Seventeen, Springtime, the spring so dear to all creatures, young and old, came at last. Before the first few days of it had gone, the king rode through its budding valleys to see his little daughter. He had been in the distant part of his dominions all the winter, for he was not in the habit of stopping in one great city, or of visiting only his favorite country houses. But he moved from place to place. That all his people might know him. Wherever he journeyed, he kept a constant lookout for the ablest and best men to put into office, and wherever he found himself mistaken, and those he had appointed incapable or unjust, he removed them at once. Hence, you see, it was his care of the people that kept him from seeing his princess so often as he would have liked. You may wonder why he did not take her about with him. But there were several reasons against his doing so, and I suspect her great-great-grandmother had had a principal hand in preventing it. Once more, Irene heard the bugle blast, and once more she was at the gate to meet her father as he rode up on his great white horse. After they had been alone for a little while, she thought of what she had resolved to ask him. "Please, King Papa," she asked, "will you tell me where I got this pretty ring?" I can't remember. The king looked at it. A strange, beautiful smile spread like sunshine over his face, and an answering smile, but at the same time a questioning one, spread like moonlight over Irene's. It was your queen mamma's once, he said. And why isn't it hers now? Asked Irene. She does not want it now, said the king, looking grave. Why doesn't she want it now? Because she's gone where all those rings are made. And when shall I see her? Asked the princess. Not for some time yet, answered the king, and the tears came into his eyes. Irene did not remember her mother and did not know why her father looked so, and why the tears came in his eyes, but she put her arms round his neck and kissed him. And asked no more questions. The king was much disturbed on hearing the report of the gentlemen at arms concerning the creatures they had seen, and I presume would have taken Irene with him that very day, but for what the presence of the ring on her finger assured him of. About an hour before he left, Irene saw him go up the old stair, and he did not come down again till they were just ready to start. And she thought with herself that he had been up to see the old lady, 